0: Listening into the J.K. Experience, where we train leaders to live a life of exceptional impact, influence, and faith. And guess what? I am not—I'm not alone today, dude. How about it? I know. I love it, <laughs> man. We were just talking about this. Like, uh, we were talking with a, a gentleman that uh, listens to the podcast a lot, and he's like, every time I'm hearing it, I'm like, you're just by yourself, dude. And we need to get James back on. So,
1: one of our biggest fans, and yes, here we are. So, listen, we—and we told him. So let's let's just kind of put this out there. It seems like our paths, like cross, like twice a day. Like mm-hmm. the first time I saw you all day was late afternoon. Yeah, today. So we've just we've got so much going on, and, and I, I don't want you guys to think we're bragging. It's just we have we have put in so much effort for so long, and it's starting to turn around for us, and we're just going different directions, and it's awesome because it's it's. It's neat to have Josh so involved with, with what he's doing in the company. Yeah. And it's, it's neat kind of bat, batting those ideas back and forth that with how we help these agents in our midst. So it's been really fun, but we haven't had a chance to do our little passion project here.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, and I think, you know, one of the things I think this is just really going to be great about what we're going to talk about today and lead into that segue for sure is, um, you know, at the end of the day, you still have to get stuff done. Yeah. Right. You still have to show up and take on the responsibilities that you've committed yourself to do. Right. Yep. And, uh, you know, just, you know, it, I think it's an understatement to say that we've been busy because if you look across, I just was looking at numbers. One thing is in our real estate company, uh, we're number one in our markets, man. Mm-hmm. We are number, number one firm and we, That hasn't been a goal in the sense that we are striving to be number one. What we're trying to do is provide exceptional service. What we're trying to do is impact as many lives as possible knowing that when we did that, when we we were accomplishing those goals, that the other things would come. And with a great market that we're experiencing right now, we're able to impact so many people's lives and it's been fun. I mean, there's headaches and there's challenges and there's growth and there's setbacks and failures and all of the stuff that we talk about, but overall, we know that we're making a great impact and, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're living it out, man, which For sure. is great. Uh, our roofing company just crested over a million dollars in sales already this year. Last year, we did a total of, uh, just about 1.4. And so to do that now already too, it just shows you how, busy they are. But here's the thing too, is that how many people have trusted them? Mm -hmm. And I love that because they've been able to turn that chapter and really do a fantastic job uh, in the service that they provide and building those clientele um, that we've been wanting to build and getting that repeat business and building that trust in the community, uh, the communities that they serve. So uh, once again, there's just a lot of great things that are going on and we're just gonna ride that gravy train as long as we can, brother. It's all we can do. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm excited today, because uh, uh, James and I are gonna really talk about, you know, one thing that we are always, um, sharing uh, Mm -hmm. is about these passion projects that we have. You know, one of the big things for me, of course, was just releasing the book. And that was a two-year process. And it was a huge passion project that took a lot of of grinding on my part. Obviously, we got Kingsman as well too, which I love. And it's an organization that has continued to grow. And now we're actually going to unveil the next level of Kingsman, the, 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 actually the, the bigger, uh, uh, umbrella of what it's actually going to be about. And I'm excited about what, uh, you know, what you're going to be doing in that role. We still have to discuss that. That's some, some, uh, further discussions that you and I get to have, but I want to talk with you because I know just by being around you that you are very passionate about the outdoors. And I think that's an understatement. We'll talk about that. Sure. But that is something that if you could do that 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, just living off the earth, right? And and uh uh raising chickens and, and hunting and fishing and all of these things that you do like in gardening, like that is what you would do every day of the week, twice on Sundays, right? You bet. And I think a lot of us have something in our lives that we're super passionate about, that we love to do. Whether it's golf, whether it's coaching your kids, uh, whether it's um, rock climbing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you could do that 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, but you you don't have the luxury of doing that. And so I want to know. I want I want to talk with you about how do you how do you compartmentalize that? How do you do a job that takes a tremendous amount of energy and effort? And discipline to stay in it, and and the expectations of constant growth, mm-hmm. right? How do you how do you do that, and still have the time to give yourself the opportunity to do these passion projects? Josh, simply put, I haven't
1: figured it out yet, um, but but we're doing it, right? I mean, yeah. So, well, and, let's and, say
0: you haven't figured it out, you're doing it though. Yeah, That's the thing.
1: Like, is there is there a, is there a magic formula? No, but. Here's here's what I've realized. Like I've I've always been the chase your passion guy. You uh-huh. you've always known that about me and and I've I've always had some type of passion that I'm pursuing whether it's, you know, excelling in real estate or whether it's um, excelling in like maybe like when I was racing snowmobiles. Uh-huh. Right? You always have a passion, but there are very very few people in the world who make a living pursuing their passion. Right. Right. Those are the fortunate few. Yep. You know, I mean, the same could be said said for professional athletes, right? Mm-hmm. They're making and they're making a great living yeah. in their passion. I haven't yet figured that out. But here's what I do know. I do know it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I think you figured this out too. Mm-hmm. And I I learned some of this by watching you. Mm-hmm. Um the, the fact that you you have grown several very successful companies, but you've also managed to write a book you've grown several successful companies but you've also managed to build an organization that helps men become better husbands, fathers and leaders. Yeah. But you've done that on the side. Right? Right? Yep. Like, like nobody was paying you to do that. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of where I'm at today with my passions is is watching what you did. And I'm like, "Hey, listen, I know Josh has given every bit the same effort and energy on a daily basis that I am in this in this real estate business." But he's still got time to write a book. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm just going home and sitting on my butt and watching TV, right? Yeah, Which, yeah. not necessarily true, but like that's that's what it was. It was for me. It was like, okay, what am I doing while Josh is writing pages in his book? Yeah. And that's what that's what opened my eyes. So, the fact that I haven't quite figured out how to monetize everything that I do for a passion is is why I know that. I mean, listen, I've got a mortgage. We've got health insurance. We've mm-hmm. got a, you know we we've got obligations. Yeah. I have to have that income, mm-hmm. right? But believe you me, the day that I figure out how to how to monetize my passions this is the day that I come to you and go, "Hey Josh, you're going to be seeing a lot less of me around here,
0: right?" We're going to hope that day never comes, <laughs> brother. Like I, I don't ever want to root against you, no. but that might be something I root against you, with. <laughs> or I might uh, maybe I'm the one actually planting the bombs in there to <laughs> yeah, yeah tripping me up, right? <laughs> Tri- tripping oh, you up there. Oh. I would never do that to you. Oh, I know you clarity, I know you wouldn't. Well, I, here's the thing. I, I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit because uh, you know when when you became the managing director of our real estate company, one of the things that you made very clear at the very beginning uh, was that you take a sabbatical every year, and this is what you do. You go and cook slash help. yeah, uh, you help uh, these people the, these these gentlemen that have continued to come to you over the years uh, and their passion of hunting, and you do that for. How many weeks now? It's about three weeks. That's to say, it it's just about sh- three whole weeks yeah. that, that I'm gone. Now
1: there's some time on both sides of yes. it to where I'm preparing for for everybody. Yeah. And so you know, and what I said, and just so everybody knows, I say, hey, Josh. Just so you know, you're not going to see me around the office the month of October. Yeah. And I, you know, I remember the look on your face. and You're like, hold on, what? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, listen. Th- this is what I do, and this is what I've always done, and and I want to work for you, and I want to do what we're doing. Yeah. But I need that time. And, you know, and on, on the backside of that, I said, but here's what I'll give you. I'll give you 11 months of me hustling my face off. Yeah. Right. And so it's a trade-off. Yeah. But yeah, you do. And you were, you were so gracious in giving me that, that opportunity. You're like, all right, let's try it. Let's see what it looks like. Yeah. And I just, I love it. It's very few employers are going to allow you to do that. But given the opportunity, I, I, I feel like that is the biggest part
0: of me pursuing my passion. Yeah. And that kind of fills
1: that cup a little bit definitely.
0: Well, I would say, you know, one of the things that I look forward to when you do leave is those opportunities for us to grow during that time. I think mm-hmm. it's an awesome opportunity for us to get really reflective of okay, so what is life without James? Sure. Not that we'd ever want to have that happen, but mm-hmm. what do we need to do? What are the gaps? What are the holes that we need to fill? And, you know, to a certain point, I enjoy getting back into some of those things and filling those uh, those areas. Mm-hmm. Um I don't want to do it forever by any means. However, it is fun to kind of get back into into that grind. The other thing is, is it's awesome to have you come back refreshed. Now I know that you're exhausted because it's actually way more physically exhausting than it is anything else, but you are refreshed. You're mentally back in it. You are, um, you're, you're excited. You, you see the value in why you left, but you see the value in returning, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. And yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, the comment that you made about very few of us get to chase that passionate thing that we want to do all the time and make money at it. Mm -hmm. I would say that some of the things though is that what we especially what we try to do within the companies is find what you're passionate about uh in your job that 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 the specific job that you hold, that title that you have, and how do we help you do more of it? Sure. Right. And so you've been able to do that. And it's been so much fun for me to watch you use your gifts and use your talents uh and the things that you're passionate about and really implement them into your daily role by leading other people.
1: Certainly. And, and, you know, I hope you have some, some good examples there because it just, you know, it kind of all blends together for me, but yeah, I, I, I'm going to say this, right? As, as a leader, you have, you have kind of nudged me along in my, my strengths, right and some of the things and, and i think about this a, a lot you know when when i first came on it was one of the things that you said uh, that you wanted me involved with a lot was compliance right yeah. where yeah. we we just we audit all the contracts that come and go and that was horrible for me and i didn't lean into <laughs> it you know f- full disclosure yeah. like i avoided it like the plague and i'd put it off and it was it was always like a tier
0: 6 or a tier 10 and I would always put it on, and then at some point, <laughs> which is hold up, which is really funny because we only go to tier four, so somehow that's even lower it, than tier four. <laughs> it wasn't like it was like
1: it was after changed the gear fluid in my rear end of my pickup. Like it was after that, right? But here is the thing: I, it was part of my job description, and I am yeah. like, and I I just I hated it because I literally had to close my door in my office and just go through pour over pages and pages of contracts, and I was like. Josh, you better take my shoelaces because I'm going to hang myself with them if I don't quit doing this. And at some point you said, okay, listen, that's not, that's not what he's good at doing. Yeah, We better, we better change this up. Mm-hmm. At that point we, we found out who else was really good at that, who, who worked well in that. We kind of delegated it to them and it was now off my plate and it allowed me to go full force in those other things, which is, which is the people and the training and the recruiting. I love that stuff. Yeah, and yeah. you know, I, there's there's a there's a few people out there who say, you know, James, if, if you couldn't talk, you'd starve to death, right? <laughs> because that's that's how I make my living is by talking yeah. to people. So um, those those are my strengths, and you've you've identified those. You identified them early on, and you promoted those, and you said work in those strengths.
0: Yeah. Well, you've done an exceptional job. You know, one of the things that I've just been so impressed with, and it's so much fun. Once again, many of you guys are leading other people. When you see their talents start to uh, come out and you see how it builds on their confidence when, it's, when it when it builds on their success and you get to be a part of that success, uh, it's really fun to watch people um, excel. And, you know, one of the programs that you've done just an ex- just a tremendous job in building is our newer agent program, you know, ha- having them understand the contracts first and foremost, what a huge liability that is now first and foremost, but secondly, what a great way to show the value that you bring in that industry is by understanding what you're having people sign. I know it's a brilliant idea. Like it should be obvious. However, we all know that that doesn't happen, uh, unfortunately enough in our industry. Mm -hmm. And so you've done an Great, just such a great job with that. And then just the success as the agents, this is a tough, tough industry. I know from the outside, looking in a lot of people think, well, gosh, you know, if you only sell one house a month and you know, that average house is $250,000, that's a $7,500 commission. And you know, you have a brokerage fee and so forth, but then you're still taking about 5,000 of that. And you're, you know, you just do the math. and You're like, dude, I could live off of that. And here's the thing you guys, is that just getting the one property a month is really, really challenging right? You bet. And so to get that consistency, it's, it's okay to be a flash in the pan. And a lot of people are, but to have that consistency where you make a career out of it and what you're teaching these agents, the skills, that's, what's so impressive to me to be, to watch you do that. And I know you're very passionate about that. You, you really are such a great selfless leader. I'm just curious when it comes to the passion projects of your life, Mm -hmm. right? The things that you're doing, um, where do you think, where do you see that going? Let's just kind of like, let's open that box. Cause you, I have shared with you my, my, my projects and my passion and you're involved in mm-hmm. this new one, of course, with, mm-hmm. uh, with Kingsman and I'm not going to say the name. I want to almost said it right there, but we'll <laughs> unveil that, you know, wh- what is it? What is it that you want? What What is it that looks like it's fun for you? And you're going, you know, that would be my dream job right there. You thought about that?
1: You know, I have, and and I'm I'm gonna say I have, but we have Mandy and I, okay. and I think that's one of the things that works so well for for her and I is our our passions, our visions are so aligned along the same path. And you know what it, what it looks like to us is having our own self sustaining farm that where we mm-hmm. grow everything that we eat, mm-hmm. um, with the exception of the of the wild game that we that we harvest. Mm-hmm. Um, we also are able to grow enough to sell it as a, like a side income, right? These would be everything yeah. from which chickens, which we already do, yeah. to uh, beef, to bison, to-
0: The best them. chickens, by the way. <laughs> well, uh, hands thank you. down, there's no doubt about it. And I'm not just saying that because I love you, dude. I'm just saying it <laughs> because it is awesome. And they will feed an entire family of like eight. It's, yeah. They're just, they're so, so good.
1: Yeah, so, you know, it's something we've been doing and, and we do that as a, as a hobby, right? We don't yeah. We don't really generate any huge profit with that, but we know if we scale it up, we're, we're able to. So it, it, that's what it would look like for us. And then, you know, going on into our golden years, yeah. we, you know, we want to be able to kind of relax a little bit, maybe. And, and I see me always being involved with Coldwell Banker Legacy Group at yeah. some level or another, yeah. right? Whether it's on a consultation basis, you know, maybe it's a maybe it's a, a guest host for, for training sessions, something like that. But really following those passions and, and allowing me to, you know, just get out there and be outdoors like I love doing. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's broad, broad, but yeah. I
0: mean, that's what it looks like. Yeah. I think it's awesome that you've been able to identify that. Um, you know, most people, when you tell them what, you know, like, well, what do you want? Like, what do you mm-hmm. want in life? Most people can't tell you. You know, they can tell you, Hey, listen, I want a boat or, you know, I want a house in in San Diego or something. Mm -hmm. So they're going to tell you something a little bit superficial, so to speak, but they don't, they they can't tell you like that genuine happiness of like, you know, here's what I want to do. I want to wake up every day and I want to do this in my life. I want to be able to only have to work two days a week. I want to have a a residual income of X coming in. Mm -hmm. Right. And a lot of people just don't allow themselves to, to, to either have the time to think about it. Or they don't allow themselves to even think about it because the thought of it really scares them because they're so far re- they're so far from it, Yeah. right? And it gets really intimidating for people to sit back and go, "Man, you know, I'm 40 years old. I thought I'd be so much farther." Or I'm 40 years old, and I don't know if I can give myself permission to think about that because I, we're, jeez, we're not even on that path right now. Mm-hmm. And I think it's unfortunate that people, once again, find themselves. That's why you have these midlife crises, right? Yeah. That's why people just wake up one day. They, you know, I, I've said this many times that sometimes when you're when you're when your head is down and you're just grinding, which. I love that. This is something that we have to do. We've, mm-hmm. We're doing it right now, in a sense, every day. But when we do lift our heads up, we know that there's a there's a destination on the other side. There's a goal on the other side, and we get to pursue those passions because we've identified what those passions are. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just looking forward to this, these next chapters, man. I, you know, once again, as we've said, like especially, you know, if, I don't care where you're at in the country right now more than likely your industry is on fire, more than likely, whatever it is that you are uh, either leading or a part of is crazy good. And you're seeing phenomenal growth and you're seeing amazing uh, things happen. And so this is the time to grind. This is the time to, to make the money. This is the time to uh, to save the money as well mm-hmm. too, because we know like the, 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 this can't last forever. And, and when that time does slow down, are you going to give yourself the freedom to be able to enjoy that and not be stressed out and understand that, Hey, listen, it's this time, that time won't last forever either. Correct. Right. And how many, I mean, we have been, we, we live in a city that has so many booms and busts mm-hmm. and we try to learn from those. And I think hopefully we have, we have done a great job of learning from the last ones that we've experienced so that when this market does have a 10, it does slow down, we're going to be able to weather that storm better than we've ever done. Yeah, that, that's the hope. I mean, we,
1: you know, we we're always we've always got to be looking towards the future. You know, none of us know what it holds, but we've got to be looking towards that. But you know, there, there's that old saying that you got to make hay while the sun is shining. Yeah, that's what we're doing.
0: Yeah. we're we're making hay as yeah. quick as we can. Yeah, and we're still following our passions, though. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think once again, the thing that I loved what you were talking about in in this this whole thing is that yeah, those other things that you're chasing uh, this farm and, uh, and being able to grow all of your, uh, vegetables and your fruits and everything. And then of course, obviously you get your wild game and, mm-hmm. but that's, that's only a portion of your passion. True. Right. True. And you have found passion in the job at hand. 100%. Right? Yeah. It, listen, and if you're not, if you're not
1: passionate about what you're doing as your vocation, yeah, then it is going to be, I mean, we, we talked about that with that compliance part of it, right? Mm-hmm. If I, if that was my only job, or if I had to lean into that, I wouldn't have lasted. It yeah. just, it wouldn't have worked out for me. So I had to find something in my job that I really, really look forward to every single day. Now, nobody, not even you, has the perfect job to where you love every aspect of it, right? Without I mean, a doubt. And, it, you know, especially these last few weeks, there have been some really challenging things that we've, been, that we've had in front of us. But we, we do them because we enjoy everything else about it so
0: much yeah. that it's, you know, the hard stuff doesn't seem as hard. Right. Well, and once again, we've talked about this. I've, I've, I've talked, I talk about this in the book, but you know, as a leader, there's a weighted vest that you have to put on. Yeah. Right. If you want great, like if you want to have great freedom in your life, if you want to have that opportunity to chase these passions and, and have greater purpose and impact, there's responsibilities that you have to take on and put on your shoulders. And when you avoid those, it, it, it doesn't just go away. Mm -hmm. Right. It's either going to fall on somebody else's shoulders and more than likely they're not able to resolve the situations because they don't have the authority or they don't have the responsibility. They don't have exactly what you have or the fact that they're just going to get worse. And then that problem that you've been not addressing has a tendency to make it blow up even more and the results are even worse than they would have been if you'd have just faced that issue. Right. For sure. And so I just want to encourage as a, uh, you know, as an owner, as a, as a CEO of a few companies, um, as a partner in other companies as well, too. Listen, you have a weighted vest that you gotta be willing to put on. Like nobody can put that on for you. Right. And, and it's not fair. I will tell you as a leader, you know, it's not fair for me to put on a weighted vest that you're not willing to carry. You know, I mean, that's the job description, so to speak, right? Yes. And it's always, it's always the best idea for a leader in any position to identify the things that they love and then look at the things that they have to do and look at the things that they're just not good at and then start making adjustments from there. Those tier ones, twos, and threes, right. Mm -hmm. And we talk about, so uh, I just want to encourage everybody out there. I mean, that's part of like, how do you, how do you live within your passions? Well, you start to identify the things in your job that you currently have that you absolutely love to do. Right. And hopefully there's more than one. For
1: sure. And I, you know, I want to, I want to talk about this too. In your organizations, you're you're really good about that. Like it's, it is part of the business model that if somebody is not fully leaning into one of their, uh, one of the responsibilities you go to them and go, Hey man, I, I notice that you're really not embracing this. What's yeah. going on with that? Yeah. And as long as they're honest with you and say, Hey, listen, I'm just, it's not my jam. Yeah. I, I know this for a fact because I've seen it lots of times. Rather than saying, rather than you coming down and saying, either you do that or else it's your job. Yeah. No, you go, all right, what else can we fill that with? And where can we move that? Just like the compliance thing that we were talking about, yeah. right? It would have been really easy for you to go, sorry, man, that's what I hired you to do. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. You signed up for it. Yeah. But you know what? That <laughs> doesn't make happy employees. That doesn't make happy leaders in your company. Yeah. So I, I love that. You literally walk the walk there when it comes to, you know, not holding people to that. I mean, and at the end of the day, even if I would have been forced to do that compliance, I would have been doing a great job at it, right? right. I would have done it begrudgingly. Yeah. And then yeah. next thing you know, you're going, man, we're going, why, why are we getting sued so much, yeah. right? I, I don't want that. You don't want that. But so I'm, I'm telling you guys, he, he literally walks the walk when he when he talks about that and just catering to people's strengths and trying to figure out how to get around their weaknesses. Yeah. Well,
0: I appreciate that, my man. Well, I, I don't know about you, but this was fun to to talk about the... The idea of following and chasing our passions. Uh, how do you make time for that? And uh, I know that once again, I know you're not giving yourself enough credit on this, but I, I know that you are very strategic in it. You do plan it out. Uh, you you do it with intent and with purpose. Because if you don't do it with either of those two right there, then you'll never find time to do it. True. And and sometimes hey, when you when you're when you're chasing that passion sometimes it can be exhausting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you getting that consistency of getting up early every morning, you know, that you've got this routine. That's not always the one thing that you want to be doing that, that early in the morning. And I know you sure. look forward to some of those mornings when they don't have to be that it hasn't, doesn't have to be that way. I know yes. you're like at the end of the chicken season. Yeah, I know you're looking forward to that next chapter. Uh, but I think it's really awesome for you to share with everybody, uh, that you do have greater passions out there. And I think it's awesome that people can understand that, listen, as, as much as we enjoy what we do every single day, uh, there are other things that really light us on fire and I call it my flame work. I love the fact that you get to do your flame work. Uh, I love the fact that I continue to get to chase my flame work and the ultimate goal is to create a life that you chase more and more of it and stop doing the things that you don't want to do anymore. For sure. And
1: you know, I want to, I want to further your point with this and saying, don't be afraid to share your passions with other people, and yeah. and you know we're we're always a little bit apprehensive about that because it might seem silly, you know, owning a farm where you grow your own food. That people might go, really, that's what you want for the yeah. rest of your life, right? yeah. but share it because you never know who can help you down the road with that, yeah. right? I Without mean, a doubt. you know, I, I don't expect Josh to come out and bale hay for me, but he may know somebody with haying equipment who could come out and and help me out, right? Yeah. Like share those passions because other people want to see you win as well yeah amen ma'am I love it anything else you know that's it I again I, I just want you to know like I'm, I'm inspired by being around you because you always seem to have just enough left in the tank to to do those to chase those
0: passions and yeah, yeah. I had to learn how to do that yeah. Well, one of our Kingsman thing quotes that we talk about all the time is emptying the tank. Every day in every way. And uh, you know, once again that's just uh it's it's a lifestyle, it's the way that we live and the way that we the way that we challenge ourselves and then and, and here's the thing too, you know, we're only on this earth for a few short days mm-hmm. when it's all said and done. And uh I I don't wanna go to my grave uh with anything in the tank. Yeah. You know. Yep. So All right, man. Appreciate you, buddy. Good to have you back in the studio going to be back. Yep. All right, guys. Hey, we, uh, we most certainly appreciate you. Thanks for all the feedback. Thanks for, uh, uh, all the messages that we get back from you. And as you well know, like we just want to continue to grow. We want to continue to uh, impact more people and, and bring people along the journey of, uh, of our self-discovery and, and our growth. So, uh, if this, if this podcast you think would be meaningful to somebody else, and I just want you to, I want to encourage you to, to share it and, and help us grow this community because it's an awesome one. And we are so glad to have you a part of it. All right. Love y'all. Have a fantastic rest of your day and we will talk very soon